The 2020 election is months away, but for the San Diego's mayor's race, there's a clear frontrunner, Todd Gloria. In a new UT10 News poll, 31% of likely San Diego voters support Gloria. In second place, Barbara Bree received 15%. The top choice, however, was undecided, so this race is by no means over. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. David Garrick, you cover City Hall for the San Diego Union Tribune. And a poll came out today that gave us a look into the upcoming mayor's race. Let's start at the top. Who's winning so far? Uh, Assemblyman Todd Gloria has a two to one lead of unlikely voters over Councilwoman Barbara Bree. They're the two leading contenders. So, when you explain kind of the forces behind that, what are the main uh, kind of groups of San Diegans that are supporting Todd Gloria? Uh, well, the Democratic Party gave him a, a nomination, um, and it appears from the poll that that uh, very liberal voters are supporting Todd more than than Barbara. But he pretty much has support across the board. There's only four groups that actually support Barbara more than Todd: mm-hmm. very conservative voters, voters who think the city shouldn't have a climate action plan, uh, Asian voters, and that's by a very small margin, and then voters who don't support the city creating an alternative to SGG&E for energy. So it seems like. The coalition of Barbara Bree is more of the kind of fiscally conservative and perhaps business-minded San Diegans? Uh, I I wouldn't argue with that. I don't think we had anything in particular on business, but it does Mm -hmm. seem to fit with what business generally supports. Certainly. And why don't you give us a little bit of background on first uh, Todd Gloria, kind of give us the 101 stuff we should know about this individual. Uh, He's 41. He lives in Mission Hills. He's basically been in politics most of his life. Uh, He worked for Susan Davis, uh, and then he ran for city council. He served on the city council for eight years. Uh, Actually, there's a short part of that eight months. He served as interim mayor during the Bob Filner scandal, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he left the city council. Uh, He left because of term limits, and he's been in the state assembly since then. And what do we need to know about Barbara Bree? She is a high-tech entrepreneur. She's... uh, I don't have her age in front of me, 67, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she lives in La Jolla, uh, and she had a newspaper background, and she decided that she wanted to do something for the community. She'll quickly point out often that Todd's a career politician and that she has business experience. So given that these two individuals have had lots of history in San Diego and have served the city for a long period of time, what are the kind of key accomplishments of both of these candidates that voters should know when it does come time to vote? Well, Todd would like you to talk talk about the fact that he's been in a lot a lot longer. He mm-hmm. helped author the city's climate action plan. He spearheaded the city's minimum wage increase. So he has legislation he can point to at City Hall that he was involved in. Barbara's been there a much shorter time. She was elected in 2016. Uh, she's focused on short-term vacation rentals and scooters. But she hasn't really got any legislation passed. But that's not to say that she hasn't been the part of a lot of legislation, housing incentives and stuff that have been passed in the last few years. Uh, wouldn't say she spearheaded them, but she was involved with them. Mm-hmm. So enough that she has the experience, but maybe not the kind of thing you'd throw out in an advertisement. That's fair to say. And one thing that's interesting, just as someone who covers City Hall, is that the Budget Committee is arguably the most important city council committee. Mm-hmm. And Todd led it when he was on the council, and Barbara has led it since she's been on the council. So they've both sort of been standouts as council members. Mm-hmm. And this poll also asked what are the major issues that will be kind of the deciding factor between whether or not people support one candidate or the other. Why don't you give us the overview of what are San Diegans worried about? 
Uh, homelessness and housing affordability, which we the, all the politicians have been talking about, they've probably seen that in other polls or mm-hmm. they just genuinely got it right. Uh, certainly San Diego has a homelessness crisis and California has a housing affordability crisis, uh, which San Diego is experiencing as much as almost anywhere. Uh, those are the important issues. One, one thing I wanted to mention is that the, the poll also asked people about a convention center ballot measure next mm-hmm. March that's been, you know, uh, something that's been proposed for a long time and never actually gone on a ballot. The poll shows an uphill climb for that. Uh, it's only getting, I believe, 50 percent support and it needs 66, two thirds support. So that's a little bit of a concern, I think, an uphill climb for that measure. And on scooters, which is a hot topic in mm-hmm. the mayor's race and everywhere, uh, the, the poll showed that uh, like 56% of people would like to see stricter restrictions mm-hmm. and another 24% would like to see an outright ban, which is, those numbers surprised me. I mean, I I, understood, I know there's a backlash, but that seemed quite high. Yeah. And certainly, I mean, I think we're kind of trapped by what we see because we, we work downtown. So we see scooters generally okay, even though they are annoying for many individuals. But that does bring up a point. Barbara Bree has called for an outright ban. Do you think she could kind of focus on that to kind of get an edge against Todd Gloria? One thing I would say is I think she just called for a moratorium, not an outright ban, but not to, to split hairs. Um, but she, uh, I, she's tried to use that as a wedge issue. Keep in mind, one thing I should mention at the very beginning is that uh, 46% of those polled in the mayor's race are undecided. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Barbara has a chance to possibly close the gap that Todd has, has on her. Uh, so, because there's so many people who don't have an opinion yet, so if the mailer she does, and if forums and other things she does, advertising, she can hammer the scooter issue. It appears that the voters are more in line with her on scooters than they are with Todd. But in the poll, people who support a ban or more aggressive restrictions supported Todd more than her. So it appears that maybe they don't aren't aware of her position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like uh, Todd Gloria has an advantage in which he's really connected with those kind of loud activist voices, while Barbara Bree's coalition appears to be a little bit more stayed, I guess. I think that may be true. I think this poll was surprising to me. I guess not surprising, but revealing to me. You wonder whether sometimes you're living in a bubble. Mm -hmm. It seems like Todd has all the support among key people. He's gotten more endorsements. He's leading in fundraising. Uh, But you don't know. And the average Joes have spoken here, and it sounds like he does have the kind of lead that we thought he did. I mean, the likely voting average Joes, not the right. true average Joes. But as opposed to people that you run across at City Hall or mm-hmm. people who send out endorsement messages. Uh, but as, I'll, as I pointed out, 46% of people are undecided. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, too, 49% of people are unfamiliar with Bree. And Gloria's number, 39%, sorry. And Gloria's number, I think, is 23%. So that means a lot of these people who are polled just haven't ever heard of either Bree or Gloria. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to know what they're going to do in March. That's six months away. There's a lot of campaigning coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, these things will probably not come together until we truly see the extreme campaign of signs and you know advertisements and radio and TV to people actually kind of get to know the candidates that way because that appears to be the more common way of learning about your candidates. Definitely true. But I point out, it's not that he has a small lead. He has a, a double lead. Mm-hmm. He's 31% to 15%. So, I mean, if it was a 3% lead, we could say, oh, there's so many undecided. But that is a that's a pretty large lead. Mm-hmm, certainly. And one thing that I found personally interesting in the poll was uh, it asked how people thought of Mayor Kevin Falconer's kind of reign as mayor. And it was split evenly between people supporting and opposing it with about 30% saying they're undecided. Does that kind of match with what you hear from the people kind of adjacent to City Hall that Falconer's kind of, you know, not as a 
popular as he once was? You know, I think he still li- his likability is still off the charts from what I can tell. I don't think anyone dislikes him, mm-hmm. but I think I- I'm guessing here that the reasons that those numbers have shrunk from four years ago when he was re- resoundingly reelected mm-hmm. are we had the hepatitis A crisis. Yes, uh, we've had an increase in homelessness, um, and we also lost the Chargers. I don't know how many people blame him for that, but uh, you know I think that could play a role in that. And one of his biggest things was a convention center measure, and he didn't even get that on the ballot. So sort of the biggest things he supported didn't happen, and then he had all these negatives happen. Yeah, and that adds up, and you know that's kind of where things land. Uh, w- one other factor that could be is that you know San Diego has shifted from Republican more to Democrat during the Trump era. Yes, and Faulkner's a Republican, so it could be that he's not being blamed for any of those things, and it's just a symptom of people who now identify as Democrat versus Republican from four years ago have just decided, well, he's a Republican. I no longer support him because I'm, you know, that's possible too. Mm -hmm. And the primary is several months away. At what point will we really start seeing the campaign kind of hit the the fever pitch? I think for council races, it's probably later. But I think for mayor, it's already... Maybe not the fever pitch, but it's already pretty uh, robust for six months in advance. Candidates aren't even supposed to officially file till December, mm-hmm. and I mean we already have you know big stuff going on. Uh, there's forum. I'm covering a forum next week. There's already been one other forum. Um, so the Democratic Party already gave their endorsement in kind of a heated meeting a couple weeks ago. So, uh, but the fever pitch will always be the five days before. Certainly, I guess with absentee ballots, sometimes it's more evenly spread out than mm-hmm. it used to be. We're going to do additional polls between now and March, so this is just sort of our first look, and we'll do additional polls, and we'll see how it goes and how her focusing on certain issues maybe affects the outcome or the the numbers. Yeah, and if there are any big changes with homelessness, housing, or scooters, it could change the results? Totally. All right. David Carrick, thank you so much. Thanks. In other government news, Sandag approved a housing plan that would require cities to build nearly 172,000 new units by 2029. The plan has been controversial, particularly among smaller, more affluent cities who say that adding dense housing would affect property values and neighborhood character. The brunt of the housing boom would be in the city of San Diego due to its large population. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Our creative director is Beto Alvarez, and our digital editor is Ricky Young. This podcast comes together with support from our creative studio and reporters throughout the newsroom. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.